Welcome back to another episode of Bible Conversations. Today, we're going to be talking about holiness. All right, welcome back. This is a topic that I'm very excited to talk about. Um, it's one that, you know, I've actually spent a lot of time talking about for quite honestly, the past six months or so. Um, yeah. More recently, uh, really did dove into it over the past two weeks uh, yeah. with our young people here at Keller. But really over the past six months, it's been a a theme that we've used throughout our devotionals nice. this spring, uh, okay. talking to them about being set apart and, and the different ways that we can go about being set apart, the different tools that we can use in our lives to to keep us in the Word on a daily basis, because yeah. that's the, the very first step of, of being set apart from the world. <laughs> <That's> big. <laughs> um, and uh, then more specifically, this uh, past week we had a summer camp up yeah. at uh, Petty John, yep. and uh, the theme for our camp was... Uh, was holiness yeah. was was be set apart and um and man it it was so powerful I, I've told quite a few people this yeah. but it is the probably yeah I would say probably the best week of camp yeah. that I have ever experienced e- even good. even back to when I was a camper myself yeah. and I attribute that to the theme yeah. uh, it provided the opportunity for some awesome lessons and it also geared all of the teens' minds towards this one idea that we are yeah. to be holy because God is holy. Yeah. And so it, it led to a great week of camp, a lot of changed lives through a lot of discussions, a, yeah. a lot of kids uh, put on Christ in baptism yeah. and started their walk with Christ, not just from Keller, but from a lot of different congregations. Yeah. It, it was just a fantastic week. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I'm glad that we get to talk about it here as well. Yeah. Well, I I saw so Tuesday night, I saw, we had, we had SYS here at Keller. Yeah. And I saw... Uh, Quite a few kids actually wearing this shirt, you know, Agios. And I remember walking, I was going to the bathroom and I saw, I don't know, he's probably seventh, eighth grade, maybe young little guy. And I was like, Agios, nice. And he was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like, and, and so it's one of those things where it's, you know, the Greek word is, is important to understand to a degree, but really the message mm-hmm. of being set apart is is the primary concern. It's the primary focal point of teaching, right? Yeah, and that's um, kind of where we went at it with camp, yeah. um, is not uh, getting too involved with the Greek word. I think there were a few teachers that, uh, that mentioned it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but for the most part, it was just, hey, we're talking to you all about being set apart. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is where it's found in Scripture. Um, yeah. And and that's good enough for me. If, if it's in the Bible, then uh, I know what it means to be holy and to be set apart, and we can talk about that. Yeah, well, and... and we're to be different, right? And I think that's yeah. that's such a big part of this this discussion, right? To be set apart, it, you know, you want to put it in layman's terms, right? It's, it's just you're different, like you are. Yeah. You're different from everybody else. You don't look like the world. Don't look like the world, and 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 that, you know, to some degree, we we dress very similarly, right? We we, we wear shorts, we wear shirts, we mm-hmm. wear shoes, we wear socks. I guess some of us wear shoes and socks. Yeah. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, but I mean, we, we wear clothes, right? So in that yeah. sense, we're, we separate ourselves by the type of clothing we wear, yeah. right? Uh, we separate ourselves by our speech. We separate ourselves by uh, our actions. We separate yeah. ourselves by how we treat other. I mean, there's a lot and, of ways. And that was kind of what I talked about this past Sunday night. Yeah. I, I reused a lesson that I used at camp because uh, yeah. I was assigned preaching this coming Sunday or yeah. this past Sunday night. Which will, that's, I mean, that's why we're doing this podcast here is yeah. <laughs> I heard your lesson. And, and you know, we, so we, we've been trying to have these summer speakers come in on Wednesdays, yeah. right? And 
this week, unfortunately, I was really excited to have Dave Dunham on, and we'll, we'll have to get him on again at some yeah. point. We'll not again, we'll have to get him on here at some point. But uh, yeah, he was sick; he wasn't feeling great, yeah. and um, so he wasn't able to be here. And so we didn't have a guest speaker guess, come yeah. in. And so I was like, you know what? It'd be good to just whoever's listening, just bless them with this this lesson on holiness. Just have them be encouraged by it because. I, I really enjoyed it. So yeah, and and the way I started this lesson, uh, as far as being set apart, um, was going from the mentality of that we're not supposed to be average, we're not supposed to be be ordinary as Christians. That was actually the title of the lesson: "Are you an average Christian?" Yeah. And one of the first things that I that I said at the beginning of the lesson was that when you've seen that title in the bulletin over the weekend, when you've, yeah. you've seen it on the slides is um, like on the PowerPoint slides. I hope you didn't look at that title and, and, yeah. and read, are you an average Christian? And then answer. Yeah. 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 yeah I am. I'm pretty average <laughs> because we're not called to be average. Yeah. Um, we're called to be anything but average. Yeah. Um, well, I think one of your points was even like being an average Christian is not even a thing. Like, yeah. Like you're either a Christian or you're not like those exactly. It, it comes from the idea that like kind of like uh, you're don't be lukewarm. Yeah. You're you're either hot or you're cold. As um, we read about the church in Laodicea in Revelation. Yeah. Um, but it's like you're you're either a Christian and like period. Yeah. Or you're playing church. Yeah. Well, and and another way to put it, you know, are you a productive Christian? Yeah. Might be it. Might be another way to to phrase it. Because um, I mean, some people have this idea that well, I'm. I don't do as much as the ministers do, but I serve God. Yeah. Right. So are you a productive Christian? Cause yeah. I think the point you're trying to get is, do you just go to church and then live your life however you want to the rest of the week? Yep. Or are you actually living your life for God yeah. and because of God? Yeah. And, and even more so than that, like, uh, do you take advantage of the opportunities that you've been given? Yeah. Uh, do you see, like, like, are, do you have a mind that's actively looking for that, um, person who is beat up and are you trying to be yeah. the good Samaritan? Yeah. Like, are, are you looking for those opportunities? Are you yeah. just like, oh, if they fall on my lap, of course I'm going to be a good Samaritan. Or yeah. are you looking for them? Are, yeah. are you looking for those people that you can help take care of? Are you looking for those people that you can love? Are you looking yeah. for those people that you can share the gospel with? Yeah. Or are you just waiting for opportunities to fall in your lap? And yeah. that's a really, really big difference. It um, is. Uh, it's one's w- passive. One's passive and one's active. And so yeah. th- that was the another way that I phrased it. Are you an active Christian? Yeah. Um, and so back to what you talked, what, what you were mentioning a bit ago about um, being set apart in our actions. Yeah. That was one of the things that I talked about yeah. is um, that we, we need to be different. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be not average yeah. uh, when it comes to our serving, our loving, our worship, our care for one another. Um, our, even our hope of heaven needs to be different. It doesn't yeah. need to be average because if we do settle for average in all those different things that pretty much just looks like any other denomination that pretty yep. much just looks like any other charity that does good for people. Yeah. And if we truly are to be set apart, then that means, Hey, we've got to be doing way more in our service. We've got to be doing way more in our care for people, yep. way more in our love for people. Yep. Um, and way more in the hope and the message that we bring to people, uh, like that needs to shine through so much more. Yeah. Um, I think sometimes we just get into like a, well, yeah, they're also doing good. But my question is, are they sharing the gospel? Are they in Christ? And if not, then, boy, howdy, why are we using other people who are not in Christ as our standard? Yeah. And that's, 
man, we do that all the time though in our lives. Don't yeah, we? sadly we do. We, yeah. we we do it with, and uh, I'm I'm just as guilty of this too. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just thinking in terms of like athletics, right? Yeah, we use professional athletes as our standard, right? Mm-hmm. As our measuring stick, right? So the word canon in scripture, right? It, it comes from a an Egyptian reed that grew along the bank and they would actually yeah. use that as the measuring stick for which they did. And so the canon is measured, it's called a canon, right? The canon of our Bible is measured by uh, what, what has been holy forever, right? And what has yeah. been set apart as God's word forever. And, and yeah. we knew it was set apart from God's word because it was true. Yeah. Right. The prophets, you knew were a prophet of God because it was true. Well, when we talk about us being set apart and what our standard in life is, when it comes to athletics and stuff, you know, it's, it's the best baseball players. It's the best mm-hmm. soccer players. It's the best basketball, whoever it is. We, we want to be, if we're a basketball player, who do you want to be? Who do you be? Michael Jordan. Yeah. Right. If you want to be LeBron James, you can be wrong, but we want to be, <laughs> we want to be Michael Jordan, right? You want to be a baseball player, depending on you, you know, you want to be a pitcher right mm-hmm. now. It's Shohei Otani, right? That's who you want to be. Yeah. You want to be the best pitcher in the league and the guy with the most home runs. Yeah. Right. Like we choose those guys as our standard because they are above and better than everybody else. Exactly. And so as it pertains to our Christian walk, well, who is our standard? Is our standard, uh, you know, just, just another man. Is it, is it the Pope? Because yeah. the Pope's a, he's just a guy. He's fallen too. Yeah. Right. Is, is our standard one of the elders in the church? Right. Shouldn't be. It, it can't be. It can't yeah. be. It can't be. So for some people it is, right. Is, is our standard Paul? Yeah. Right. Is our standard Peter? The answer has to be no. It, it can't be any, their standard has to be Jesus Christ. Yep. Now, Paul says, imitate me. As, as I, I imitate, imitate Christ. Christ. Yeah, that, that's the purpose that's of the purpose, like, right? Hey, when you look at me, like I'm striving to show Christ. That's exactly. the reason that I say, hey, look at when Paul says, look at what yeah. I'm doing and, and try to imitate what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but no, you're, you're spot on with this that, that we should be striving to be like Christ in, yeah. in everything that we do. Yeah. Um, and if our standard is anything else, then, um, I think we, we go back to what I, said at the beginning, we're, we're just playing church. Um, absolutely. And, um, you know, I I also want to be really clear that as we talk through this, um, that I'm by no means, and and Chris, I would would guess I'm going to speak for you as well. Neither one of us are are by no means saying that this is the way that we earn any kind of salvation. No, Uh, not at all. That this is, uh, going to, uh, have God look down upon us and, and, and be impressed by any sort of actions that we do. Um, I don't think the creator of the universe will be impressed by, um, by the actions of his creation. Um, however, he made us, us. what is he going to be impressed by? Exactly. Um, however, I I do want to say that, um, while we are not earning anything, we should be striving with all of our might to be like Christ and, and God's love, God's grace for, covers us um when we fall short and when we sin yeah um well i'll actually be talking a little bit about this idea this sunday night okay um so in galatians chapter two uh this is where i'll be preaching from uh and and i've been and i I talked with Corey for a good 15 20 minutes about this and i've been reading up on it and really thinking about it but in verses 17 and 18 it says, if in our endeavor to be justified in Christ, right? In other words, if, if our endeavor to be holy, right? Mm-hmm. We are found to be sinners. We too are found to be sinners. Is Christ then a servant of sin? Certainly not. So in other words, if, if we're trying to be holy, but we regress, we fall short and we fall short and yeah. we sin, right? And not just an everyday or not, not just a, a, a random one-off sin that 
we repent of and we move on from, right? But yeah. a continual, we're, we are sinners, yeah. right? Uh, is Christ a servant? Well, no, Christ is not a servant of sin. Jesus, Jesus died for us so that we might no longer sin, right? Romans 6 talks about that. And so the idea that Paul's trying to get across here is we're not just saved and then forever saved, right? We're not saved only by, uh, we are saved only by grace, but it's the grace of God. And it's the sense that we can't earn it, mm-hmm. right? We can lose it. And, and the idea being that we are supposed to be better. Yep. We're supposed to be greater. And he, he goes on, he says, if I rebuild what I tore down, I prove myself to be a transgressor. And the best of my understanding, he's talking about the old law there, right? Paul speaking about the old law. For us, that's our old lives, yep. right? If we rebuild our old lives and our old sins and our old habits, we become a transgressor. We, we go against it. And Paul, Paul says, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And so this, this idea, and he goes on 21, he says, I do not nullify the grace of God, right? God's grace covers, it's God, it's, it is God's grace that saves me, right? But, but it's not this once saved, always saved. It's not this, I, I, I can continue sinning after I've been baptized. It's not that at all, yeah. right? He says, I do not nullify the grace of God. He says, if righteousness were through the law, right? Or for us, if righteousness were through any other means of acquisition, then Christ died for no purpose. Yeah. What was the point of Jesus coming to earth and dying for, right? And so the only way that we are truly holy, the only way we are truly set apart is in Christ, is through Christ, and it is living for God. That's it. There is no other way. There is no other option. That's it. Absolutely. And and you can't take any one of those parts without the other ones. Yep. Um, you can't take, okay, I'm going to just live for God unless you're already in Christ first. Yep. And unless you've already accepted his His gift of grace. And and you can't just accept the gift of grace and then sit on it no. and, and not live your life for God moving yep. forward from there. I would argue that's not even accepting the gift. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would agree. Um, you know, it reminds me of this song actually that we sing. Um, called called me higher. Um, okay. uh, I think you you've heard of this. Uh, we sing it a little bit at devotionals and at, at camps, but um, I think it really hammers down the point that we're trying to talk about. Um, it starts by saying, "I could just sit, I could just sit and wait for all your goodness, hope to feel your presence, and I could just stay. I could just stay right where I am and hope to feel you, hope to feel something again, and I could hold on." I could hold on to who I am and, and never let you change me from the inside. And I could be safe. I could be safe here in your arms and never leave home. Never let these walls down. Saying, I, I could just just stick to to what's comfortable. Yeah. But then the chorus goes, but you've called me higher. You've called me deeper. And I'll go where you will lead me, Lord. You have called me higher. You've called me deeper. And I will go where you will lead me. You lead me, Lord. Yeah. And then the next verses go on, and I could hold on. I could hold on to who I am and never let you change me from the inside. And I could be safe. I could be safe here in your arms and never leave home, never let these walls down. But you have called me higher. You have called me deeper, and I will go where you will lead me, Lord. And it, it repeats the same thing. You've called me higher. You've called me deeper, and I will go where you will lead me. You lead me. Um, it's a beautiful song that... Yeah. I think really 
all encompasses the idea of we have been called to be holy. Um, we've accepted the, the gift of grace. We have, uh, obeyed him and been washed in his blood, added to the church. And it's very safe. It's very comfortable yeah. to just stay at home. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to get out of my comfort zone. I don't, I don't want to go and show the world that I'm a risen to a new life, a, yeah. a clean life in Christ. But that's exactly what God has called us to do. He's called us higher and deeper, yeah. and we've got to follow where He calls us. Well, and, and we accept that calling once we've been baptized, right? Yeah. And, and you look at you look at Isaiah six two or Isaiah six eight. Sorry, um, you know this is a prophet of God, and I've talked with a couple of people recently about this because there's this huge misconception about what a prophet is. Yeah. So I, I asked the question like, Hey, am I a prophet of God? And every time, no. Actually, I am. I am a proclaimer of God's word. Certainly a prophet could sometimes divine the future, but yeah. only when God gave it to him. Yeah. Otherwise, he was proclaiming the word of God. Which would have already been given. Yeah. yeah. And so they're all like, oh, that's interesting, right? So we have a prophet of God here, Isaiah, who has, has been chosen by God. And we know that God predestined us people who choose Christ to be saved, right? Mm-hmm. Not that he chose whatever the number is, the what 144th, not that that's true because that yeah. is not true. But but we as Christians, God knew beforehand what we would choose. Yeah. Right? And in the same way Isaiah knew and and it says here in verse 8 it says, "I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send? And who will go for us?" Then I said, as Isaiah, right? Then I said, "Here I am. Send me." Mm-hmm. Should that not be our our reply. I love that. Should that not be? I mean, that should be our response every time, right? There's an opportunity. Here, Here I, am. I am. Send yeah. me. Yeah, and and that's the same reply. I, I typically go to to Samuel um, when I am looking for that. Isaiah is amazing as well, but Samuel's the, the same one when uh, he's a young boy and he hears the call from God in the middle of the night, and he yeah. goes to Eli. You called me. Eli's like, no, no, go back to go back to bed. I didn't call you. Does that three more times. Eventually, Eli's like, ah. God's, God's talking to you. <laughs> when he calls you again, say, here I am. Yeah. Um, and, and that's exactly what Samuel does. And I just, I love that idea that, um, to, to stand up and say, God, I want to do your will. I want to be a servant of yours. I want to be a worker in your kingdom. Uh, here I am. Send me. Yeah. Um, you know, there's two phrases in scripture that, um, just really, really give me the goosebumps. And this is one of them. Yeah. It's the, mentality of talking to God and saying, here I am and send me. And then God talking to us on judgment day and well saying, well done, good and faithful servant. Yeah. Well, and you know, we, we should, if, if there's an opportunity to serve, right, the church, the people should all have their hands raised saying, here, here I am, I send, am me. send me. Right. Yeah. And I think the problem that we run into, which, which we talked about this a little bit ago on one of our uh, one of our previous series, right? Has the church become lazy? I, I don't think the church has necessarily become lazy, but I do think there are improvements that could be made. And I think we need more. We always need more Christians willing to stand up and say, here I am, send me. And mm-hmm. and to that degree, we have to have more Christians being willing to stand up and say, I will be set apart. Yeah, I will be different. And then doing that. Yeah. And, and being set apart and being different. And so anyway, I, so I, I would close this conversation by saying that's what we got at camp. And yeah. that's why I think it was just such a great week of camp because we had a lot of young people saying, 
I want to be set apart. I yeah. want that. Here I am. Send me. This is going to be my task. This is yeah. what I am putting forward in my life as, as my number one, my main goal. Yeah. Um, and that's an amazing thing to see. Yeah. Uh, and I really have hope that it spreads like wildfire. Yeah. Well, that's generally how that works. I mean, there were 3,000 baptized in one day. Yeah. So, um, anyway, then I, I appreciate you bringing some of these thoughts and, and allowing us just to talk about it. Yeah. Um, I think I'll let you close us out. All right. Well, if you all have any questions, uh, as always, please reach out to us via email or Facebook Messenger. We'd uh, love to answer any questions that you have either about this episode or previous episodes. And and if you have a, a request for a specific topic for us to talk about, uh, shoot that to us as well. We'd love to include that in uh, one of our future episodes. Um, thank you always for listening. And uh, check out the conversation starter coming this Monday. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Bible Conversations. We want to ask if you have any questions, suggestions, or comments that you please email us at kcocbibleconversations at gmail.com. You can also find us on social media. We've got a Facebook page as well as an Instagram account. Our Facebook page is very simple. It's just Bible Conversations. On Instagram, it's very simple, at Bible Conversations. Uh, look us up, like our posts, and share it with your friends. We also have a, an opportunity for you to help us financially through a, through a store uh, via Kim's Closet. And you can find that, uh, you can just type into Google Kim's Closet. We have a, uh, we have a link as well that, that we will be uh, posting in, in each of our episodes. And we just hope that you will, that you will reach out and find us and uh, purchase a hoodie or a shirt uh, with the logo on it. And that way you can spread the word without having to say a word. So we appreciate you. Thank you all. Have a blessed week.